Today's reading is from John chapter 13, verses 1 to 17 and verses 31 to 35. Now before the festival of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The devil had already put it into the heart of Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray him. And during supper, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, got up from the table, took off his outer robe, and tied a towel around himself. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet, and to wipe them with the towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered, You do not know now what I am doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no share with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, One who is bathed does not need to wash, except for the feet, but is entirely clean. And you are clean, though not all of you. For he knew who was to betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. After he washed their feet, had put on his robe and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for that is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example, that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. My thoughts this Easter have not been able to stray too far from the global pandemic we are all currently experiencing. Reading the Bible passages for today, my thoughts turn to the healthcare professionals carrying out vital care for very ill people in hospitals and care homes all around the world. In the passage, Jesus is a model for us all to be doing what we can for others. He is humble, and doing a task that most others would shy away from and prefer not to do. We see every day on the news examples of people carrying out harrowing tasks brought about by the coronavirus. We are surrounded by empty streets as people show their love for one another by staying at home and following social distancing rules. 
I then thought about the disciples and how they must have been feeling during the Holy Week events. From reading the Bible, we know how the story ends, but they did not. They would surely have been confused, worried, anxious and frightened. The world they knew was changing at great speed. It would probably have felt difficult to keep up with the events. I currently feel that every day. So rapidly is the global news changing. We are all currently sharing in some aspects of the disciples' experience. Knowing the end of the story makes the actual process of reading the story less frightening. But we don't know how the coronavirus situation ends. We worry constantly about our friends and family who we haven't been able to see for several weeks now. We worry about ourselves and we hope and pray like the disciples that it will be okay and that will end soon because that is all we can do. For us in this Holy Week, we have the comfort of knowing the conclusion in a few days time on Easter Sunday. In order to experience the joy of Easter Sunday, we have to go through the dark times and pain of Maundy Thursday and Good Friday. It is a discipline for us to follow and one that gives us the courage, hope and faith to endure challenges in our own lives. Due to the stress and anxiety of the current climate, many people have turned to familiar hobbies to remind themselves of happier times and to help them cope with the strange events of which we are now a part. I've been doing a lot of reading and listening to classical music. To be transported to different times, places and moods by music feels calming and distracts me from world events. There are two pieces of music I always find particularly interesting to listen to at Easter, and neither are normally associated with Easter. But re-listening to them this week, it reminded me about the highs and lows we go through in life, and in particular in the parts of the Easter story. The first piece of music is Stravinsky's The Firebird, in particular the finale. There is tension, fear and a huge build-up to a triumphal and majestic conclusion. A familiar theme recurs, it's reassuring and beautiful. The music is part of a ballet in which good triumphs over evil. People who have been under an evil sleeping spell are woken. They return to their lives and celebrate their victory. The second piece is from Mascagni's short opera, Cavalleria Rusticana. It is set in a small town in Italy at Easter. It's filled with typical operatic drama, but in the middle comes the intermezzo, the town and the square empty while all the people of the town attend the Sunday mass. It feels calming and soothing, especially after the drama that has gone before. The Easter Sunday service brings peace and tranquility to the turbulent lives of the characters. This is often how Easter feels to me, a tumultuous Holy Week, concluding with Easter Sunday, with the risen Christ bringing hope, calm and wonder to all. Hopefully soon corners will be turned in the coronavirus battle and we will return once again to a life more like the one we recognise, where we can meet our family and friends, sharing with them the joy of Easter. For when the end of the lockdown comes, it will surely feel like Easter all over again. When this global pandemic is over, we will hope to return to a kinder, more thoughtful humanity and a slightly healthier planet. Hopefully we can remember the model of Jesus in the Maundy Thursday story, humbling himself to serve others and commanding his disciples to love one another. May we keep that as a guiding example to actively follow in our lives. 
For the time being, though, we are stuck in the confused and worrying times of Maundy Thursday and Good Friday, but looking forward in faith and hope towards Easter Day.